0: Hello, welcome to 251, Two Pianists, Five Minutes, One Subject. My name's Nick Tomlin. And
1: my name's Simon Whiteside. And today we're going to be talking about a thing that gave a lot of jazz musicians difficulty, the cabaret card and the laws associated with it. Broadly speaking, uh, the cabaret laws and cards were around, well, the idea of it started in 1920, and sort of finished in 1967. Although I think Nick, you said that the law was finally revoked. It may have not been active, but it was finally revoked quite late.
0: Yeah, the actual cabaret law, which I think was the one that ran from the early, from the mid '20s. Um, but the but the actual cards, as far as I understand, was only from 1940 to 67. That's when performers were required to have these these cards that we're going to talk about. And I think all
1: workers, in fact, who worked in anything to do with nightlife. Um, had to happen, mm-hmm. didn't they? Yes, yep. And and its revocation meant you basically couldn't work in those places. And if I'm right, which I may not be, but uh, I, I've got a feeling it's actually only certain areas, so primarily Manhattan, mm-hmm. uh, which in the 1920s, the, a phenomenal number of people were employed in the nightclub industry uh, because there was no real uh, other way of life. You know, entertainment, was the, that was the big thing. And... Uh, I've got a book called Supreme City, which is about basically Jazz Age New York. And there's some uh, absurdly large... 20,000 people or something were employed in in a really kind of a mile-square sort of area, of Midtown and and Lower Manhattan, Greenwich Village around there. So it's a lot of people. Uh, Some of them, of course, had their card revoked, and it could be for various reasons. A lot with, you know, drugs were not... Uh, looked upon very favourably. And often it was to do with drugs. If you were Billy Holiday or Chet Baker, people like that, they they lost their card for those reasons.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was a, a big list of musicians. I mean, Chet Baker, Charlie Parker, Thelonious Monk, Jackie McLean, Elmo Hope, Billy Higgins, Miles Davis. I mean, a hu- huge number were affected by this. Um, and, and I think also it's important to say that very often the police used it as a kind of way of just punishing minor drug offences. They would just kind of... They would just very often... Um, Confiscate these cards, you know, without really following due legal process. Um, and it wasn't really until J. J. Johnson was one of the few musicians who actually challenged this. In in '59, uh, there was a Supreme Court case, um, and him and I think a few other musicians actually challenged the withholding of his card, and they were successful. Um, and this is one of the things which kind of led to the, the scrapping of the scheme in 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 1967.
1: I think Lenny Bruce got banned or yeah. his card taken for uh, use of obscenity. Yeah, there act. were
0: different reasons I think. But well, basically anything they decided, you know, any any kind of specious reason they decided they could they could just withhold your card, you know. Um,
1: so it was kind of a threat really yeah. more than a, it was yeah. a, a sort of a, a tool rather than an yeah, actual absolutely. law in yeah. a way. Yeah. And I think uh, one way of getting around that law was uh, performing in theaters, wasn't it? Yeah. So you get Monk at the Town Hall uh, album for example. Uh, He was able to do that because it wasn't a cabaret card gig, basically. Uh, And I think also some of the, uh, well, there were different reasons. We're we're going in one of our podcasts, we talk about jazz at the Philharmonic, don't we? Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was obviously the reason to elevate jazz to a more artistic level and less of a club, less of a sideshow in a club level. But, But, yeah, I mean, that was one way of getting around it. And also performing in New Jersey was allowed but performing in manhattan was not allowed yeah
0: yeah and i mean some some performers just refused to even go along with the whole so for example frank sinatra um refused to perform in new york city um and, and just wouldn't apply for a card because he said it was demeaning and uh, i mean i think the process you know you had to be photographed fingerprinted uh, interviewed um you know just actually getting a card was quite sort of humiliating uh, as well um uh, so,
1: so it was almost having a criminal record without
0: yeah, having a criminal it, record. I think it almost was. It was almost like the same sort of <laughs> process. You had to have a mug shot taken and fingerprinted and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think it had a huge impact, more, more than people sometimes uh, realise, I think.
1: Well, that's about it for today. and um, hope you enjoyed 251. I'm Simon Whiteside. And uh, my name's Nick Tomlin. Goodbye.